Well, this next conversation has been brought to you by Airpeace, and it's a Nigerian airline, and they're determined to ease Africans' burden of travel by interconnecting various cities throughout the continent. Toyin Olajide is the chief operating officer at Airpeace and joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Firstly, tell us a bit more about Airpeace. Okay. Um, my name is um, Tony Olajide and I'm the CEO for Airpeace. Um, Airpeace Limited is a privately owned airline in Nigeria. It is Nigeria and um, West Africa's largest airline and the fastest growing airline in Africa. The chairman CEO, his chief Alain Onyema, is a visionary who is very passionate about creating job opportunities and also revolutionize the aviation industry in Nigeria. Mm. We actually began operation in 2014 with a fleet of seven aircraft, and we have since risen to become not only Nigeria's biggest airline, but the biggest airline in West Africa. Um, we also have a fleet of 28 aircraft, inclusive of two bright new E195 E2 aircraft, which is already delivered to Airbus. Uh, we are the first African airline to take delivery of the E195 E2 in Africa. Um, for our international flights, we have um, three wide body Boeing 777 aircraft, which is very comfortable and luxurious, and I'm sure that our esteemed customers on the Lagos-Johannesburg, Johannesburg-Lagos route can attest to this. We are a three-time IOSO certified airline with a current and valid data certification. This is because of our rival safety standards, which is there for a very efficient and proficient team. We have partnerships with air-rated aircraft support support organizations and maintenance organizations around the world. The Nigerian government has designated Airpeace as a flood carrier to 20 countries, including but not limited to the United States of America, um, London, Israel, um, Guangzhou in China, um, India, Portugal, Saudi Arabia, um, even South Africa, and then our West Coast operations, Ghana, Liberia, Syria, Leone, the Gambia, Senegal, Togo, Republic of Congo, um, Congo, DRC, Cameroon, and Gabon. What? Sorry. So, so, so when when one actually looks at the scale of the operation that you're running, uh, it sounds quite yeah. big. What would you say that the yeah. impact of COVID nineteen has been? Uh, we saw that the aviation sector holistically took a significant knock, perhaps from your own experience. So you're not very clear. Could you kindly repeat yourself? Hello. Hi, I'm still here. Are you struggling to hear me? Yes, yes. I'm, I'm oh, so, 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 so I was asking you about the impact of um, okay. COVID-19 and the regulations, so the shutdowns that we had in different countries and cities. What impact has that had on uh, the not just the aviation sector? We know how the av- aviation sector has been impacted, but for you as APs, uh, how, what, what has been that impact? Okay, yes. Let me, as we all know that um, the aviation industry is one of the worst key industries, you know, due to this um, pandemic. And obviously it has impacted um, the traveling public. 
And a very good example is even the way we started with um, Jobox. Our intention is actually to run an everyday flight into Jobox. But you see, we had to start with two frequencies a week simply because of the impact of the COVID. Um, the confidence of the traveling public is just gradually building up. People are not um, that confident um, to travel, but we see that um, it, the fears are gradually going away because of the vaccination. So it has really impacted the aviation industry, and um, um, you could see that even the airlines are struggling. A lot of airlines have gone under because of this. Um, even for aircraft that you send out for maintenance, they are taking like almost a year for the maintenance to finish up because of the limited number of personnel to attend um, to your aircraft in those air marrows due to the due to the impact of the COVID. And um, this also had a ripple effect on the airline and you realize that you're struggling to have the right um, number of equipment the right number of personnel to be able to travel, especially when you have the expatriates that are working on your aircraft. So it hasn't been um, a very easy um, blow on the industry. But now that um, the vaccine is out, you can see the, the passenger confidence is gradually increasing. Then the safety procedures that are actually in place, which is something that Airtis doesn't joke with. I mean, for the passenger safety on our um, flight, we actually ensure that we follow through all of the COVID-19 procedures to make sure that people can travel safely and they feel very confident on, on our airline and on our aircraft. I mean, confident with our airline and on our aircraft. So it, 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 it's a huge impact, but I think it, it's gradually, gradually mm. even now. All right. Due to all the safety procedures. Yeah. All right. Toyin Olajide, Chief Operating Officer at Airpeace. We're going to have to leave it there. And unfortunately, uh, the quality of that line simply not being great. Apologies to our listeners. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we are in conversation with the Red Cross.